Joshua does. Kids been having fun all set up with them. Warden Week is working great. I want to praise the Lord that that's going so well and that they're, you know, he's working our lives. Amen. Amen. Well, we're in the middle of our praises, so you come on in and you won't miss out. Who has the next one? Wait. Get to, get to be in Sunday school. Amen. 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 Well, there's a praise right back there. I have not seen the Andersons in Sunday school before, but I see them back there now. Caleb, you coming to my Sunday school class this morning? You're just hanging with Mama, huh? Okay. All right. All right. Princess, what's your praise this morning? So I was a little concerned about how I was going to pay for gas to get to my daughter's wedding on Friday. Yeah. And I got a phone call of somebody interested in buying my piano, and they came and they loved it and paid exactly what I wanted for it. Wonderful. Good. That's totally a God thing. How cool is that? Totally a God thing. Are you some awesome? Hey, big boy. Hi, Bob has praise. Liam wants to be left alone. He's already he's already spoken. What's your praise, Bob? All right. I am looking at the church. It is filling up. We have a great number in our Sunday school class, and God has just put a good smile in my life. He is. He is. One reason is because it's it's nearing roundup time. Kids are back in school. Uh, people are past their quote vacation stage. Not that they actually got to take one, but if they would have, it would have been this time. But we are glad you're here. And it is always an encouragement to see the church begin to fill. Francis. I forgot the best part about it. It was a whole family that came. Like like the mom, the daughter, the friend, the husband, the babies, and the son. And she texted me when she got home, and she's like, you are so nice. And I just want to know where you go to church. Alright, let me let me remind you of what God said. He said, be ready to give an answer. Yeah. Yep. The reason of the hope that lieth in you to when they ask. Yep. That's, that's some fruit. And that's just that's just proof that God knows what He's doing. That they will ask. Amen. They will ask. Uh, you may think nobody's ever going to ask me, but hey, they're not going to come out and say, uh, "I really want to know what the gospel is." I heard about it, but I don't really understand it. Can you explain? They won't. They're not going to ask that. They're going to say other things, like. I, I, I'd like to know where you go to church. That was so cool. That's what she's asking. 
Yes, Bob. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the reverse side of that. I take the preemptive strike. I ask them where they go to church. <laughs> if they're not going to church, then I get to invite I'm, them. I'm, I'm getting waiting. there, Bob. I'm not I'm standing still waiting for somebody to say, well, you know, do you, where do you go to church? They may never ask. They may, they may not make the inference. My, my target is, if I ask them, I'm throwing the net. Now, just like Peter, when he threw that net, sometimes he got lucky. He got some fish. Sometimes it was a dry, dry drag. You just couldn't pick up nothing. So I keep throwing the net. That's all I can say. Just throw the net. Okay. All right. Who else has a praise? <laughs> Clarissa. I just want to praise God for uh, Friday at Ugly Mugs. It was just Lisa and I, and it was just really nice. Like, to, you know, a lot of times we get, like, in Bible studies, like, it's kind of, you know, stru- more structured and things like that. Like, But to have, like, one-on-one time with, like, a sister, like, I haven't had that since camp. So, you know, it's like, Amen. it was nice. Amen. Let's praise God for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's still a success if only one or two show up. It's still a success if only you show up, you know what I mean? If nobody else shows up, you're Amen. still there. But I do need to know if people are going to start showing up because we have a big table reserved and we need to let that go. If well, there was three showed up. One of them didn't need a seat. That's right. <laughs> it was exactly what I needed. Amen. No. Showed up for what? Yeah. Yeah. The really cool Friday morning that you don't get to go to. <laughs> that's that's the one. I mean, they have other tables there if y'all want them to come. Well, we have a Saturday morning thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, who else? Praises. Eva. What do I have to... What praise do I have to... Everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything. I want to add on to her about um, throwing the net out with Bob. When somebody asks me where I go to church, I hand them my pen. Yeah. When I go to sign a paper, I sign it with the pen and I just leave it there. No. And they say, oh, you forgot your pen. I said, no, I wanted you to have it. <laughs> and I wanted to know you to know that I was so thankful. Dylan had such a hard time trying to transfer from one school to the next school. And he was so afraid that no one would have lunch with him. No one would talk to him and that he wanted me to put in a special request for him to go back to the school where he came from. Well, this week was the best week of his life. Oh. Amen. He had a great time. I told him on Saturday, I said, well, I said, Ms. Brown said that you could transfer over to her school. He said, oh, you know, I kind of like it over there. Oh. So I had all the praises. Amen. That's that's pretty awesome when God is showing Himself strong in the details. Uh, Christine, then Amanda. Um, so just want to thank God that we're able to participate with the kids. Like at lunch Friday, um, we got to go celebrate Caitlin's birthday. School. Most parents don't need to do that. They miss out on all that because they're working. Um, but it's just to be able to do that, that's totally a God thing because well, that would have never happened. Kind of like Grandparents' Day. Yeah. So it was nice to be able to do that. Amen. Amen. Now, Amanda. It's neat because my daughter, she'll be five in two weeks, but 
to watch, even if you think they're not really absorbing stuff. And she went to her dad's in San Antonio these past two weeks. I don't know if she brought up Jesus, but he then told her, well, I don't believe in Jesus, only God. And her response, but Jesus is God. And I'm like, oh, that's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the mouth of babes, God said. I'm not going to talk bad about Jesus to her because I don't know what I would do, but that didn't happen, so we're still good. (laughs) But, you know, she's she's listening to everything that we're doing, everything we're saying. It doesn't... if you know what you know, it's kind of hard to Yeah. You'd be surprised. She might tell them, well, you're wrong. Let me tell you why. Yeah. She's got that personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> Did you want to come see me? Come on. Come on. There you go. Come on. Yeah, right here. Okay. He was laughing and grinning at me and just just looking just looked to me like he wanted to come up here and see y'all. Okay. Yeah. Now you're the star of the show this morning. Now. Hey, Daddy, help me. Okay. Next, next, next time we will have gotten this out of the way and it'll be good. He'll be fine next time. Yeah. Well, how, what am I going to do? He's sitting there laughing at me and waving at me, and I. I and he wasn't having a good morning. But he wants his coffee. That's why he hadn't had a good morning. Okay. There was another praise, Mary. Yeah, um, just like what Bob was saying about um, when you stop, yeah. I always ask. You're not waiting around, are you? No. No. No time for that. I said, where do you go to church? Do you go to church? And I saw talk to them, you know. I do that all the time. I don't wait until, especially when I'm on that church. I said, okay, man, where do you go to church? They like my accent, you know, so they listen to me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say I had a wonderful week, and, you know, I've been blessed so far, you know. No good health, so I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Praise God, you know. Yeah, but if, listen to everybody. Really do that. When somebody talking to somebody, ask them, which church do you go to, you know? Don't be afraid. Just ask them. It works every time. You can tell them, I go to church where they teach me how to know I'm going to heaven. Amen. Hi, Vicki. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Do you, do you have a praise? Because that's what we're in the middle of. Uh, yes, I do. Like you do. You have a three-foot praise. Yeah. Three and a half on a good day. Yeah, on a good day. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? You're awesome. Good. I have another one. All right, Josh, go ahead. Uh, so I shared with the neighborhood about the Saturday morning thing that we had going on. And, and uh, I'll praise the Lord, who was a great response. But one of the guys that responded back um, said something a little different. And so I shared about Jesus with him. Uh, it's going to post. Uh, and he responded with something that I didn't really have a. a I, didn't have, I couldn't say anything back that I didn't feel it was going to be. I started arguing. So yeah. I just kind of left it alone. And uh, someone else from the neighborhood shared what I couldn't in such a great way about how the guy on, the guy that was hung next to Jesus 
was murdered. It just forgave him right there. And it was just really cool. And praise the Lord that I got to see that right there. I, I, I couldn't say anything to the guy. But then someone else came in and said yeah. it was just beautiful the way he said it. Amen. Amen. Awesome. And anybody else? Jerry. That's some praise the Lord done. Yeah. Here and able to make it today. And praise the Lord for his grace and mercy. Amen. Amen. Gilbert. Glory, glory. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I praise the Lord for our Lord for the goodness that he has for us that we often take for granted. Amen. 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 We're really good at that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Taking our blessings for granted. Definitely. Who else? I thought I saw Nona. There she is. I'm getting a new air conditioner this Thursday. Awesome. And I didn't know how I was going to pay for it, and I prayed about it, and he told me how, what I should do, so I did it. Okay. Cool. Anybody else? Anybody else need an air conditioner? Harley and Jeannie. I was shopping at Ollie's and a guy puts one in a shopping cart and just walks out. And they go, they go, we don't, we don't call the cops. We just let them go. And I was I like, I man, I mean, if I were a criminal, I'd be there every day. You're looking at Jesus. Wow. Okay. We're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, I had an experience last week that uh, has been sticking in my mind for a while. It's it's not new for me, but uh, I had a privilege to teach a, a, a really sweet young woman that Lisa wasn't feeling quite up to it, so I went with her to teach the Bible class, and I ended up teaching her Lesson 3. It's really unusual lady. She knows her Bible better than most mature Christians know their Bible. She could teach a, a class as easily as any teacher we've got, lady, any lady here. She wasn't sure about her salvation and couldn't see how she could ever be sure. But uh, so I was willing, I was given the privilege to show her how to be sure. And now she is sure. Amen. And so she and she got saved. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You, you can be in church her whole life and learn almost everything there is that you would ever need to know and still be lost. Uh, Daryl, uh, it's okay as long as it's short. I constantly short. pray for the people in my past where when I was crazy. Uh, a lot of those people were just as and uh, I heard from one of my uh, friends Stevie Singletary we were real close friends uh, the three of us he'd say he lives too far but we're working on that well Alton the neighbor down the road I haven't seen him for decades he's saved so I'm glad to hear that you know that uh, people in our pastor coming to know the Lord and saving grace. That's awesome. yeah. Yeah. I had been exposed to some pesticides, and I my vision was really blurry, and I knew I couldn't drag a Pasadena, so I sent her drive me, and they might have told me down there. Just like apparent that he was supposed to be. She had, she knows me a lot, and something about I'm sorry. Something about Alton. They they said that he prayed the sinner's prayer. So I want to reverse what I said and say this. 
I'm after him to get him to take the basic Bible truths. I told him, look, I got a perfect class to follow up with that. This, you know, a sinner's prayer thing. Yeah. So I'm working on him to get to take the basic Bible truths. If I got to do it myself, I've been kind of yeah. avoiding teaching that class. It seems it it seems like most of the people I've led to Christ in the last forty years have prayed the sinner's prayer long before Many I got times. there. Many. Matter of fact, uh, I asked her uh, after she had trusted the Lord. You know, and she already knew that that faith and prayer weren't the same thing. That's one of the reasons she couldn't get it to work because she couldn't put it together. She couldn't get it to to compute, so to speak, and. Uh, I, I just I explained to her. I said sometimes I, I, in church I have uh, asked the congregation, "How many of you uh, have asked Jesus to come into your heart and to save you before you were saved?" And uh, most every hand in uh, in the place goes up. And I said, uh, then I asked them, "How many of you have done it more than once?" And the same hands go up. And I explained to her, I said, I said, if it was trust, it would never hand would never go up again, would it? She said, No, wouldn't. And and uh, that's just it. It's not praying a percentage prayer, it's trust. Amen, amen. But it's trust in specific in something specific. Uh, I'm gonna be preaching about that today. And uh, I uh, went back and edited the message and added a new introduction, which I thought would be worthy of our discussing it here in class this morning. And what the Lord reminded me of this week was something that uh, it's a little unusual. I'm going to read you a, t- a text, three verses actually. From uh, Matthew 7:21, Jesus said, "Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works?" And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Now, I have known for many, many years in my ministry who these people are in verse 22 that say to Jesus, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? They're preaching in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I know who they are. I could name them off to you that are here in this area, I could just give you a list. And, and uh, yeah, Joel Osteen would be on the list. Yeah. There's, there's, huh? Where are you reading from? I'm sorry. Matthew 7, 21, 2, and 3. But there are lots, lots of others, lots and lots of others. Those that claim to do the miracles, and they're doing many wonderful works. Uh the uh, the thing that the Lord reminded me of, 
He said in verse 21, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. And then he said in verse 22, Many will say unto me this. So I'm thinking that all these people are the ones that are preaching works for salvation and miracles and you got to speak in tongues or you're really not saved. And I mean, those are, yeah, that's obvious. But that's not what he's, that's not all he's talking about. He said many are going to say that. But he didn't say all of them are going to say that, did he? Most of them are going to say that. Just those particular ones. Gilbert, go ahead. It's just a comment. The Lord uses that because if he used a jackass once, he can use any other jackass to push the word. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, thank you very much. You know that story? <laughs> what, what, can I, what can I say? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I have nothing to answer to that. <laughs> just because I have the right ears does not mean. Anyway, what I realized this week about this particular passage of Scripture is that, yeah, I know what he's talking about. And I know what he's talking about. And... I'm aware of it, but not to the degree, we're not aware of it to the degree that it's going on. How many of you thought you were a Christian before you took basic Bible truths and learned how to know for sure you're saved? Amen. Look around the class. I took Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, we know you're special. We do. It took me a little bit longer. A little bit more. Yeah. Gilbert? That's just a comment. Sometimes when we're uh, uh, not right and we're going off track uh, and we feel unworthy, that's when we sometimes profess, you know, says that we're not worthy to the Lord. But then he's, in spite of all that, he still loves us. He loves us. And he will always forgive us. First part's right. <laughs> All of these people, many will say to me this, and not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord. Does Jesus love those people? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus loves every one of those people. Everyone. But, but no one has a blanket forgiveness that's going to last forever. You're either saved or you're not. Religious doesn't mean you're saved. Being a member of a church doesn't mean you're saved. Looking like a Christian, sounding like a Christian, doesn't mean that you're saved. None of those things mean that you're saved. Gary, go ahead. I got a question. Verse 22, I can understand uh, prophesying in his name and uh, works and all that, whatever about all that. But casting out devils, yeah. not saved, and they're, they can still cast out a devil? Have, the, have they done many wonderful works? It says they did. It says they did works that they thought was wonderful. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, get, I get that in giving wrong doctrine. I get that. Well. I'm just wondering how they could physically cast out a devil. Well, I've, I've seen Benny Hinn work. Yeah. Seen what? He's my favorite. Oh, he's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was your favorite, but I guess not. Okay. Uh, all right, Bob. Okay. Uh, that goes hand in hand with, you know, prayer sinner's prayer. Well, and, they, it, and their eye, they 
feel they believe that they're doing right. Didn't we cast out devils? Didn't we save somebody from hell and damnation? Yeah. We prayed the sinner prayer. That, that's a falsehood. Yeah, there's only two kinds of preachers out there. There's only two kinds of religion. Just two. Well, you could go to that generality if you wanted to, but it's a little more specific than that. There are people that are preaching works to get to heaven, or there are pe people that are preaching the blood of Christ, and that's the only basis which, by which anybody's going to ever go to heaven. It's works or grace. It can't be both, and it can't be mixed. And, it's, and, and in every case, in every church, in every situation, you're going to find that it's one or the other. It's just that way. Vicki? In that verse it says that many will say to, say to me in that day. That's what they're saying that they've done. But earlier when Jesus talked about he said, can Satan cast out Satan? The house divided against itself cannot stand. So yeah. obviously they weren't really casting out devils, but they said that they were casting out devils. And he said, I never knew you. Well, how many, how many devils are there? One third of innumerable. Add that up and see if you come up with a number. Good luck. Uh, and they're all down here causing havoc. Uh, whether one of them, Satan permitted one of them to be taken out of one and thrown into another, or what, what, whatever he does, Satan will do anything, anything to keep you lost. Anything. But the point I want you to make is forget about those that are in verse 22. That's many of the ones he's talking about, which is a bigger number, in verse 21. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, is going to heaven. And then in verse 22, many of the, and it's obvious that it's many of those, are going to say these other things too. I'm here to tell you that, the, that the, the first group is far larger than the last group. And some of you, matter of fact, about half the class that raised your hands earlier, used to be in that group. Used to be. Used to think you're, I mean, you went to church, you, you probably tithed, you did, you did every religious thing you were told to do, but you were still lost. Just like the lady that I taught this last week, she had done it all. She was still lost. Gilbert. Jesus said, let the blind lead the blind. And I myself perceive it in my account from Catholicism and that very religion, you know, and the idolatries that we participate with. We can understand being a Catholic and, and being blind. To spiritual things it's common but what we don't understand is growing up in a Baptist church where the real gospel is preached where the real truth of Jesus is told and still not getting it and it ha and it is depressingly common it is it, it happens all over the place now, I just want you to understand that we might, you know, the way things are going right now, we, we might have 100 people here this morning. 
Do you suppose that any of those hundred people think they're saved, but they're not? It's, it's heartbreaking, but it is. It's that way. Lisa and then Gilbert. I'm thinking, of, I can't remember the family's last name, but we're on the air anyway, so it's okay. Um, but it was a couple, uh, a little older than us, I think, and they had, this is like 20 years ago when we were in Pasadena. Um, and she'd been a member for 25 years and thought she was saved until she sat in your Sunday school class. This was before he was a pastor. Um, and and you showed everybody in class what Jesus says you have to do to say. And she realized she wasn't. And she got saved that day. It, it isn't as much of what you have to do as it is of what you must understand. You've got to know some things to get saved. You can't just get saved because someone will say, well, do this. It's simple. Well, it is fairly simple. But then it's not. It was easy. But it wasn't easy for Jesus. I'm saved because... It, wasn't easy for Jesus. He shed, he shed his blood. There are things you have to understand in order to be saved. And I, well, the discussion that I wanted to take place in class today, which is not too late, I'm, I'm miraculously not quite too late, is that what are some of the things that you do have to understand in order to really be saved? Josh. You have to understand that the Bible is God's word. Yeah, this is this is the source. This is the source. The title of the message that I'll be preaching at eleven o'clock or thereabouts is making sure. It's about making sure. Peter said, he said, you need to make you need to make your calling and your election sure. You got to make sure. Uh, people is a good feeling about it. You feel good about it. You feel you just feel like that you're there. Is that a, is that any real assurance of salvation? Nope. They have a lot of positive spiritual experiences, and not be saved. And there are, there are a lot of things that that mark a true Christian. One of them is fruit. If you if you go up to the verses just before this. Verse 16 says, you shall know them by their fruits. He's talking about false prophets coming to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're wolves. He says, do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into their fire, into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. That's all well and good. But you can't, if you're going to judge a tree, time to do that. Fruit doesn't pop out every time you walk up to a tree. And we have, uh, we have had folks join our church. Uh, I mean, you know, most of you wouldn't recognize all of who they are, but I've been your pastor for 21 years, and so I pretty well know them all. 
uh, we've had folks join our church and, and they were, their fruit looks good. Uh, and, and, and yet, when the cycle of time came around, that it took enough time to show what was really there, it was very obvious by the final result that there was, there was no good fruit because there was a no good tree. And, and those things. But, so you can't really know you're saved by examining the fruit in your life without it taking an awful long time to do it. And unless you know what good spiritual fruit really does look like, which you could be mistaken about that, it's not, it's not the best way to know for sure. There, there's a way that is. We'll talk about that probably next week because I cannot imagine us getting that far today, but we'll see where it goes. Actually, just listen really good in the sermon, and I'll just tell you flat out how to tell, how to make sure. But what else do you have to believe? You have to understand in order to be saved that the Bible's the word of God definitely that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again. Finish the rest of it, and we'll come again. That's not the next part. How the Christ died. Blank, blank, blank. For our sins. So for your sins. This is absolutely. You have to understand that the only acceptable payment for the penalty of your sin is someone who had no sin, someone to take your place, and there is only one. Clarissa and then Josh back. You have to know that Jesus is God. Yeah, you do. There, there's nobody big enough to save you that, but God. And that's who Jesus is. Even little Dana knows that. Well, I think a lot of people, when it says in Scripture that he, they're going to say, uh, and he's going to say, I never knew you, that's going to be why. Because a lot of people think they're saved, right. but they don't know him as God. Yeah. And that's not enough. Yeah. yeah. And they get offended. There is another Jesus. Yep. Yep. And he is not a nice person like the one that I've been trying to introduce to all of you for 21 years. <laughs> Josh, go ahead. Uh, you have to know that you have <laughs> salvation once you've gained it. You can't lose it, yeah. Because if you don't understand that you can't lose it, you don't truly understand what salvation was. Well, that's, that's, that is very important because Jesus is the author of what kind of salvation? Everlasting. Eternal salvation. And there is another kind, the kind you can lose. But Jesus didn't author that one. That other Jesus authored that one. We didn't do that. I ain't said a word. That is there. I've been raising my hand so many times and she's picking on me. He don't see you. Just put your hand down. I've been sick here not saying a word. We'll go ahead. Oh, now you want to hear me? No, no. I just, I just said, I, last time I said, okay, just make it short. But go ahead anyway. <laughs> no. So I'll try to remember the point I wanted to make in 20, 21, 22, where the Lord said that not everyone that, uh, that said, Lord, Lord, uh, anyway, 
got to put my glasses on so I can see what I'm talking about. How they put it in a question. It says, Lord, Lord, many will say to me, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and cast out devils? That's the question. They're asking the Lord a question. What was the purpose of asking if you already know? Well, that's they're, pretty. They're, they obviously, no, they're not getting in. That's pretty common. People ask they're, me stuff that all the time they already know. They're asking, well, look what we've done for you. So that's a question they're asking the Lord here. Why would you ask if you already know you're going to heaven? You know, if you know that you're really saved, because you wouldn't be. Because they're not saved. Yeah. They yeah. sure. so that's that's why they're asking. Is that because it's, it's a question? No works. One of the things that you do have to come down to is the knowledge that you're lost. You may not say it. Say it. You may not. You may not say it. It's. I don't ask anybody that's taken basic Bible truths when it comes time to get saved. Do you know you're lost? They already know lost. I don't need to rub it in. It's the truth. Well, sometimes they don't. Well, the time we get to that point in basic Bible truths, I'm pretty yeah. sure they do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it's a But there's two, there's two people. It's a chart. Look at the back wall. There's two people. There's lost people and there's saved people. You're one of them. Which are you? You started out over here. Has there ever been anything that happened to change that? And I see, that was, that was what was missing with the young lady I'm talking about. She never had any time... There was no point in time where she got saved. She couldn't, she couldn't point to it because it wasn't there. Yeah. And I asked her, I said, can you have a birth without a birthday? She said, no, <laughs> you can't. You, go ahead. Yeah, that's where we have to be really careful as Christians and as a church, you know, when we're raising these kids, because we want to tell them how great they are and how, you know, how wonderful, you know, they are. But they're lost. Uh, I'm, they're going to need a savior, and so yeah. they're going to need to know where they stand before the Lord in order for them to trust Him. One day. Well, she's got a good point. How many of you ever told your kid when they did something wrong? Well, you brought in a little sinner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sherry was the only one. I had, I had two of my kids that I, I mean, I brought my kids up in church their whole life, and they thought they were saved their whole life, you know, and but they realized that they believed it because mom told them that and the pastors told them that and they had no reason to not believe it. Yeah. But they realized that they never fully trusted it for themselves. And, you know, that's a lot of them grow up that way, you know. Let me take a moment with what she said, that they've not fully trusted. They had the first trust. Trust is a lot like pregnant. <laughs> well, one way or the other, there is no in between. Yeah. What I meant is they had the first trust, but they knew that the Lord died for them. Yep. Yeah. And they believed that because that's what I mean. We had no reason to lie to them. They didn't have that. They never fully trusted them. Yeah. All right. I got hands all over the place. I need to get to Lisa. Uh, just quickly, I just realized that this young new believer, Sister in Christ, is the first fruits of the Coffee Fellowship on Friday mornings because she was invited by a member. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we have another one, I'm sure, coming next. Yeah, you know her, Amanda. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got super excited to hear that. I didn't know. Yeah. All right. There was another hand somewhere. It did it go away? Was Daryl again? No. All right, Josh, and then Gilbert. That's what she said. I, well, the first time I got baptized, I got baptized because this is what everyone else was doing. It was just, you know, everyone else did it and everyone else was doing it. I didn't You're understand. supposed to do it. Yeah. That's which part of getting older you get baptized. Yeah. Yeah. 